Welcome to Female Inner Power, the podcast for women who don't want to choose between work success and life happiness. I'm your host, Nomi Melkyonatan, leadership coach and courage catalyst. Each week, I will share a refreshingly honest conversation about how to trust your intuition, lead from female power in male-dominated spaces, and inspire you to be a more confident force for good in the world. Are you ready? Welcome, welcome to another episode of Female Inner Power. In today's solo episode, we're going to talk about success on your terms. Yes, your term, not, hey, this is what it takes to succeed in the world. Hey, this is what you need to just deal with if you want to be successful. No. Success on your terms. What does success look like? What do you want? And there are three principles that I've discovered, three tips that are essential if you want to create success on your terms. So the first one is going to sound really obvious, but I want you to stick with it and really listen because actually it has deep layers that are really, really important. So number one is regularly tune into what you really want. What do you want? I remember at the back end of 2022 bumping into a woman that I have coached previously and, you know, we were talking about, hey, it's soon a new year and a new leaf and blah, 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 that kind of goal setting energy. And and she said, well, I just want to earn, you know, 3,000, maybe 5,000 more a year. I just want to be a little less tired, have a little bit more energy for my kids. And, and maybe if I got just a tiny bit more appreciation, that would be great. That's all I want. Isn't it interesting that's the starting point? Something modest and small. Ah, oh, that's all. I mean, again and again and again, we hear, and you hear this in all the interviews on this podcast and all the conversations about how us women, we ask for too little. But even to ourselves, the starting point is modest and small. Just a little bit more of this. Just a little bit less of that. And what do we know about negotiation? Whether it's with a boss or with life or with ourselves. We need to start with more than we want because it's rare that we get negotiated up. Hello, boss. I just want 3,000 more. But hey, now that I said it, probably you'll want to give me 10 grand more a year. Mm, it has happened, but rarely. It's so fascinating to me how reluctant we are to dream big and even to ourselves ask for big things. Tuning into what we want is actually not that easy, but it's something I would recommend you do a lot. A mentor of mine will often say, everyone says that, you know, hey, it shouldn't be all about the money. But the thing is, until you really have true financial freedom, it's always about the money. You know, what you choose at the menu when you go out to eat and which wine you choose, definitely which wine you choose. It is about the money, isn't it? And when you go out shopping and which places you go to shop, which houses you can buy, well, it's about the money. So we can say it's not about the money. But hey, it's all about the money until you have total financial freedom. And I just thought this was so fascinating because, yeah, how do we know 
what we really want while we're limiting ourselves and say, well, this is my price range. And how do we know what we really want in terms of our work, in terms of of our home life when we decide, well, I have a two-year-old and a five-year-old, so here's what I can have. This is is the amount of time that is available for me right now. I'm not even going to allow myself to think that I would want more. And this is the stage of my marriage, my relationship I'm in, or this is my relationship status and I'm single, so this is what I can have. We very often unconsciously create a range which in within which that our want has to fit. So we put so many limitations and also we go so modest because, hey, what if we wanted something and we couldn't have it? We might be disappointed. But isn't that really sad? I mean, how can we have true success? You know, the kind of success where your heart just dances <laughs> it's like it's super heavy your whole soul every cell in your body is like wow look at the life i have created i mean if we're not willing to dare to look beyond this limiting scale we're creating for ourselves how big do we allow ourselves to live how expansive does our success get and we deal with disappointment all the time and we handle it just fine it is not true that we cannot handle disappointment of course we can so how about this how about starting with regularly tuning in to what you really want and playing games with yourself of oh what is it i really want if there were no limitations what would i really want and you know, there's a famous question of, oh, well, if you had 10 million coming in right now and another 10 million giving to you every single year, for most people that will feel like that will eliminate financial worry. So every single year you'll get another 10 million. What would you want to do right now? And that sort of gives you an indication of whether you like your work or not. But I think there's other questions that are really interesting. So for us women, it's like, well, what if you could have what you wanted and no one would be upset Everyone would feel happy for you. What would you want? You know, playing with this, what do I really, really, really want is incredibly powerful. And it's not something we do once. It is something we do continuously, continuously. And then it's not about needing it instantly. You are already a master in delayed gratification and working towards something. The joy is not needing to have it instantly. The joy is working towards something. Happiness is about progress. It's not about instantly having it. Although sometimes that is delightful and wonderful. But the starting point is to be honest with ourselves and to really allow ourselves to expand desires and going, oh, what would I really love? What would feel absolutely delightful, delicious, maybe outrageously wonderful in terms of the work I get to do, the impact I get to have in this world, the family life I get to live, the house I live in, the bed sheets I have, the clothes I wear, the kind of people I hang out with, the places I go. Allow yourself to really go there. 
And not all of it is going to want to be, you know, the most expensive options. There are lots of times when actually it's not about the money at all. But first tip, if you want success on your on your terms, you got to tune in regularly again and again, peeling onions and course correcting you going, what do I actually want? Number two is choose to believe that the things you want can coexist. Back in 2014, 15, 15, we were living back in Oxford and my little one was two and a half. And I was noticing that I was making most money when I was away from home. And I had some phone coaching at home, but it wasn't paid very well. And it felt very upsetting because it's like, wait, on the one hand, in my one hand, really, and it felt like they were in different places, was well-paid, actually exciting work away from home. And the other hand was, mm, okay, work, not challenging me anymore. Close to home, allowed me to be flexible with, with my little one, but not paid well, not exciting. And when you notice this, I mean, you put it in different hands, you notice like you, you got to turn your head from one to the other to see it. And it's like this, it's really frustrating. It's like either this or that. And when we live in an either or world, it doesn't feel like success on our terms, because no matter which way we turn, we've let go of something that really mattered to us. So I remember doing one of the exercises that I now teach clients to do. And I just went like, well, what if they could sit next to each other? What if? What if? And I just allowed myself to hold that possibility in my mind. And I remember I had these two little sticky notes that I'd put where I had placed them very far apart, you know, fun, well-paid work and then being home with my daughter. And they were like super far apart on a piece of paper. And I just moved them closer together. I just moved the two pieces closer together, these two little sticky notes. And I was like, huh, maybe they can coexist. Maybe they can be closer together. And I kid you not, like within a few weeks, I got a call about some really well-paid phone coaching. That was like four times the price of what I'd previously been paid. It was phone coaching in a different way. I think actually we transitioned to video coaching, but that, I mean, it wasn't because it was video coaching, it was paid more. It was just a different client source, a different way of getting paid. And it was four times more. So suddenly it was like, whoa, this work was well paid. It was actually also more fun. It had less restrictions. And so I'd really invite you to decide and to choose that, yes, I don't have to live in a world of either or. I can have and. Just notice what happens as you allow that to be possible and changing either or to and and choosing that these things can coexist and happen at the same time. Number three is decide there's always enough time to look after your mental, emotional well-being. Okay, this is about the thing that I notice so many women doing. We're like, well, I'll wait and see if there's time for me to go to the gym this week. I'll wait and see if there's time for me to go for a massage. I'll wait and see if there's time for me to go meet a girlfriend. 
I'll wait and see if there's time today for me to meditate. I'll wait and see. Let me see if there's time. Well, if you wait and see, uh, what happens? I mean, time just gets filled. And also, what are you saying about the worth of your mental, emotional well-being? How much does it matter, your physical, emotional, mental well-being? Does it make a difference? Does it make a difference what the quality of your thinking is, what the quality of your energy is, the quality of your patience? Does that make a difference for the quality of work you can produce, for the quality of your relationships? You probably also heard this saying that the world will treat you as you treat yourself. And so it tends to be that when we put ourselves last, well, hey ho, <laughs> the world will treat us like that too. And we are, as women, total generalization here, but so many of us are very masterful at being martyrs and self-sacrificing and putting our own needs last and just looking after all the people, all the work, all the things. Well, that's not success on your terms. That is not success. <laughs> that is being a servant. <laughs> so decide that there is time. What we prioritize and what we just decide there is time for, it just happens. And I have found again and again and again that when I just decide, yes, there is time to have a massage. Yes, there is time to do an extra meditation. Yes, there is time to sit and journal. Yes, there is time to just go for an extra walk. Yes, there is time to just sit and stare into thin air and not need to produce anything but just to be and to breathe. I decide this again and again and again and I need to remind myself all the time. And when I do, life speeds up in the most wonderful way in terms of my productivity because I can get into a flow state when I treat myself like the asset that I am, when I treat myself as, you know, a machine that you need to get the most out of, ah, the quality gets less. But when I remember that magic happens, when I am tuned in to the very best of me, when I honor myself and my needs, everything gets better. Also, the masculine-driven type of productivity where you just got to get through a list and do things. It gets better. I just get in the right zone and so I just write that email once and I nail it. I don't have to sit and go, oh, not that quite, oh, ah, I'm not sure. I just do it right. I don't make mistakes when I send my invoices when I'm in flow. I'm much more patient with my kids and my husband. It's so much better. And all the women that I see practice this, everything gets better. It is something we have to remind ourselves of again and again and again because we live in a world that teaches us differently. But this one really, really matters. So those are the three tips. Regularly tune into what you want. Choose to believe the things you want can coexist, that it's not an either or, but it's an and. And decide that there's always enough time to look after your mental, emotional, physical, spiritual well-being. That you are an asset and when you treat yourself like one, the world will respond in the most wonderful way.
Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And I would love it if you would rate and review the show as it really does help other women to find it more easily. Remember, no matter what's going on around you, it only takes a single breath to start grounding back into your power. So let's take a breath. Feel your power. And go spread the magic. <laughs>